and welcome to the Anatomy of Money podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Fryer, award-winning filmmaker, business coach, and accidental money mindset maven. Each episode, we'll explore the mind-body-money connection through the lens of ancient wisdom, modern science, mindset, mindfulness, and meditation. It's all connected. Tune in and find out how to expand your awareness so you can be free from the traps of the mind. Let's dive in. In a previous episode, I shared with you that I was a very reluctant money coach. I didn't want to be a money coach. I didn't want to talk about money. And I am kind of an accidental money mindset expert. I did end up becoming a tapping into wealth coach because I discovered how incredibly powerful this mind-body work is at rewiring your brain, calming down the nervous system, and literally changing the shape of your brain. It is amazing. It's like you are an architect of your own mind and you can renovate it using your hands and using your voice. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a little bit more about the neuroscience of tapping. In the last episode, I talked to you about why I thought it was so weird, but I overcame my fear of what are people going to think, and I did become a certified tapping into wealth coach. And in this episode, I want to share a little bit more about the psychology and the neuroscience of how this incredibly powerful mind-body tool works. So I did end up becoming a tapping into wealth coach. I got certified by Margaret Lynch herself, and Margaret has incredible tapping scripts. You might want to check them out on YouTube and her website. I did end up getting certified despite my resistance to it, despite this belief of I'm never going to be a coach, I'm never going to be teaching this to anyone because it was just so powerful and it really changed my life and I couldn't hide how much it had changed my life. In the beginning, I used it and my income increased by 500%. Then I continued doing it and I used tapping to break through six figures in five months. Then my nervous system freaked out. This often happens when our identity does not expand, excel as quickly as the outer reality. So I had this really big breakthrough in the outer reality, but my inner identity was still vibrating at a much lower level of income. So I shrunk, I collapsed, I didn't make any money for several months because I was so embarrassed about making so much money. And then I had to tap through that next level of consciousness of it's safe for me to make money and I can help more people when I make more money and I don't need to feel guilty. That's part of the conditioning I inherited. Then I began to tap on next level. What would next level look like for me? And I pretty quickly broke through six figures. And then I did some more tapping on that. And then I had a six figure leap in a month. And then I had to tap on that because I thought I was supposed to work really, really hard and it was going to take a really, really long time. And it turned out it didn't take a long time. And I was actually operating in my zone of genius. I was having fun with it. And I've been studying meditation and mindfulness and yoga and these spiritual philosophical practices, these ancient practices and ancient wisdom and ancient philosophies and ancient mantra. I've been studying that for over 20 years and all of a sudden discovering the value of this ancient wisdom that was living in my body. There was a bit of a time lag between me up-leveling the identity of being spiritual and rich. I didn't think that was allowed. So then there was more tapping on that. And then I you know, had a live event and I experienced a six-figure leap at a live event, which was a gathering for about 
three days and catapulted me into this next level of guilt and shame and nobody's going to be my friend if anybody knows, you know, like all of these old conditions that are really the playground of the ego. What are people going to think of me? They arise as we expand. So then there was next level tapping to be done and pretty soon people were coming and they were noticing a light in me. They were noticing an ease in me. They were noticing a playfulness. And as I was teaching and sharing more of these practices in the beginning through the lens of meditation, people began coming to me and saying, can I work with you? And so since I've been using these practices now and have created a business around using EFT tapping and bringing ancient wisdom and modern neuroscience together, I have helped clients use tapping for for so many things, not only to heal their money story and guilt and shame that we carry in the body around our value and our worth and our deservingness. I've helped people call their beloved and also leave relationships that are toxic. I've helped people buy and sell houses by using tapping. We've used tapping to help people deal with gut issues or insomnia or migraines. Many people have dropped weight without actually trying to lose weight. They've tried to lose weight in other ways. And then when we begin tapping, when the body feels safe, it just naturally releases weight that it doesn't need to carry. I've helped many, many clients heal their relationships with their parents, with their children. So it's an incredibly powerful practice and I love sharing it with people. So I get asked a lot, well, how do you tap? How do you start to tap? So I'm going to tell you the way that I do it because I believe that the way I do it is a bit different from how a lot of other people do it. Before I share my particular way of tapping, I want to share with you some resources that are freely available that are fantastic. If you're not already paying attention to the Tapping Summit and Nick Ortner and Alex Ortner, they put out a ton of free tapping content. The Ortners have really made tapping be pretty much a household word. So definitely you want to check them out. Also, Dawson Church is a fantastic resource. He's got a wonderful YouTube channel. He's got an amazing website. He's got tons of free content on his website. He's also one of our experts here on the Anatomy of Money podcast. So those are great resources. I also love tapping along with Brad Yates. So those are my three go-tos that I would recommend that you check out if you would like to learn more about how can you set up your own tapping script in a way that's pretty generic. By that, I mean they're pretty high level. They're not getting really deep into your specific stuff, although it might act your specific stuff. I also recommend Dr. Peta Stapleton, who wrote a fantastic book called The Science Behind Tapping. She also has a YouTube channel with a lot of free resources. So those are four great people to tap along with and check them all out. See which ones resonate for you. Okay, now I want to share with you the way that I love to approach tapping. The way I love to approach tapping is from the inside out. So what do I mean by that? I like to eavesdrop on what's going on in my body. And it starts with I eavesdrop on what's the conversation I'm having in my head. So I'll hear myself saying things. Sometimes they just pop out in real time. I'll hear myself saying, oh, Deborah, you're such an idiot. Oh, Deborah, how could you be so stupid? Oh, Deborah, you should have done that. I'll actually hear myself talking to myself. And that's how I know that there's this voice in my head that's constantly criticizing me. Oh, you should have done that. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, that's, no, you should have done that. Oh, no, that goes over here. Like I'll constantly notice I'm having an inner conversation. We all do it. Totally fine. So I'll eavesdrop. What are some of the things I'm saying to myself? I'll also ask myself, what does this mean about me? Because our minds are meaning-making machines. Anytime we get reactive, anytime we get activated, it'll show up as a dysregulation. We'll feel angry. We'll feel frustrated. We'll get really judgy with ourselves or with somebody else. We'll get really critical with ourselves or somebody else. We'll feel really frustrated with ourselves or somebody else. We'll be impatient. We'll be short-tempered. We'll burst into tears. We'll feel highly sensitive. If somebody looks at you sideways, you'll start crying. Those are signs that 
you've tripped into the quicksand of your subconscious mind. I want to let you know about an upcoming interactive immersion for coaches, healers, creatives, and visionary leaders ready to rewrite your money story at the cellular and cellular level. It's called the Anatomy of Money Immersion, The Roots Retreat. We'll be getting at the roots of your money story, and it is your individual and collective money story. So it's partly your money story, and it's partly not your money story. And it's really important to remember this because we think that the money story is ours and we have so much shame around it. And truly, we all have inherited paradigms and programming collectively, systemically. And I'm on a mission to uproot that, to shine the light of consciousness on it, and to release it. During the three days, we will dive deep into the subconscious roots of your individual and the collective money story, learn where your money story lives in your body, and how to recognize the clues your subconscious leaves so that you can release, reframe, and repair old reactive patterns quickly before they take you out. We'll experience scientifically proven processes to rewire your mind, ditch the drama, and integrate the emotions so that you can feel empowered, confident, and responsible with money. This retreat is a three-day online experience. It's happening March 18th to March 20th, intentionally over the equinox, because we're gonna have one foot in the darkness and one foot in the light. This is an amazing opportunity to learn more about your nervous system and how to rewire it for love, connection, and belonging. I hope you'll join us. And that has a particular vibrational fingerprint. It feels a particular way in your body. I notice what are the words I say to myself? What are the stories I'm telling myself about what it means about me? For example, let's say I'm working on updating my sales page and I have a huge amount of resistance and I'll write a sentence and then I'll delete it. I'll write a sentence and I'll delete it. I'll write a sentence and I'll delete it. And all I can hear in my mind is you can't say that. Nobody's gonna buy that. You can't charge that much. Like there is this constant rant of negation. Write that down because that's stuff that you can tap on. And then underneath of that, well, what does it mean about me that they're not going to buy it? What does it mean about me that I can't charge that much? Well, it means I'm not that good. It means I'm not that worthy, etc. So go that next level deeper. What does it mean about you? Then you can keep descending into the quicksand of the subconscious mind. Next layer down is how does it feel in your body? Somewhere there's going to be some nervous system activation. It might be that your throat closes up. It might be that you feel like you have a gorilla sitting on your chest. It might be that your left arm hurts. It might be that you feel like you're going to throw up. A whole bunch of people feel money anxiety in their solar plexus. Why? Because our solar plexus, our belly, is where half our neurotransmitters are produced. This is why there is the gut-brain axis. It's called the enteric nervous system, the inner nervous system. It's a visceral nervous system. It's not in your brain, it's in your body. And when we feel like our stomach is tying itself in a knot, when we feel like we're going to throw up, when we feel nauseous, that's great information for you that you have unconsciously tripped into some conditioning of your past. You may not have words for it because it might be preverbal. Next layer deep, if you just stay with it, you may now notice that some memories arise. Maybe they're traumatic memories. Maybe they're memories of when somebody did something really mean to you or somebody said something or you got really hurt or you felt excluded when you were two pay attention to the memories that bubble up and especially those memories that bubble up that you're like, I don't know, that's not important. Yes, it is. The reason it came up is because it is important and your subconscious is ready to bring it to the level of your conscious awareness. So I'm kind of like an archeologist in the way that I approach tapping, which is that I look for artifacts. 
I look for verbal artifacts, I look for emotional artifacts, and I look for memorabilia that helps show me where did I get stuck. And then I put all those things into a tapping script. A lot of people say, well, I don't really want to tap on the negative stuff. I just want to be all love and light. Don't I want to just pay attention to the love and light? Because if I say all the negative stuff, then I'm going to create all the negative stuff, right? Wrong. All that negative stuff has been living inside you your whole life, which is why it's bubbling out of you. It's why you feel it on the inside because it's been living there your whole life, unexamined. Socrates says an unexamined life is not worth living. That's why, because all that stuff that we've repressed and suppressed and depressed wants to be expressed. So give yourself permission to express it. And once you speak about it, the charge goes down. Fame cannot exist in silence and it cannot exist in darkness. So when we shine our light of consciousness on it, when we speak out loud, you know, this really hurt me and I feel really mad and I'm really ashamed and I'm really cringing and I'm really angry and etc. When we give ourselves permission to say the thing we never felt like it was safe to say, there's a kind of self-acknowledgement that the self really needs. So it can be very affirmative to simply acknowledge, here's all the stuff I've kept inside for so long and now I'm finally letting myself acknowledge it. Nobody's ever acknowledged it. Not even me. Nobody's ever, ever asked me this. Not even me. I've never even asked this of myself. So give yourself permission to really do the excavation, really do the inner archaeology and bring that subconscious stuff up to your conscious awareness so that it can be integrated. It can be transformed. So we do tap on the stuff that has air quote negative charge until the charge goes down. And once the charge goes down, there's often yawning. Sometimes there's coughing. You'll hear people sighing. Sometimes there's laughing. The tears stop. You can hear that their throat opens up and there's a good airway again. And then it's time to begin to imagine new possibilities. I wonder what would happen if and then we begin to insert more of the positive. But it's really important not to gloss over the negative, not to try to get rid of it, but really invite it in and give it center stage for a while. So I hope that's helpful. If you're intrigued and you'd like to do some tapping with me, please reach out and I would love to introduce you and hold your hand as you discover the freedom that happens that is available for you when you integrate old unresolved emotional frequencies that are living in your body. Hafiz says, fear is the cheapest room in the house. I would love to see you living in better conditions. And tapping is a way of clearing the fear so that we can move into the penthouse. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Anatomy of Money podcast. If you loved what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Could you help us grow this podcast? If you're listening right now, please grab the link and share it with three friends who'd also love to be free of the traps of the mind. When we change the way we see the world, our whole outlook changes. Peace is an inside job and you're hired. Thank you so much for listening. Music.